Book 4, Chapters 1 through 3 of The Consoling Thoughts of St. Francis de Sales by Jean-Joseph Huguet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 4, Consoling Thoughts on Eternity. Chapter 1, The Christian Manner in Which We Should Mourn Over Those Whom We Have Lost. If we lose our parents and friends, we ought not to be too much distressed, for there is no reason in the world why we should desire those whom we love to remain a long time here, and we ought rather to praise God when he takes them away than be grieved at it. In the same manner, we must all, one after another, depart, according to the order which has been established. The first to leave only find themselves the more fortunate when they have lived with care of their salvation. And then in eternity such losses are repaired, and our society, broken up by death, will be restored. This is a very sufficient consolation for the children of God, when their parents and friends have received the efficacious remedies of the holy sacraments before dying, which they ought always to procure without delay. Let us keep our hearts in repose and without bitterness, but let us have courage, if there be need, to close the eyes of our dear departed one, giving him the kiss of peace. After which, let us render without much pomp the little honors which the Christian custom requires, according to the state and condition of every one. Especially, let us see that the prayers are said, and other pious exercises performed exactly according to the intention of the deceased, for fear he may have need of some expiation through the severity of the divine judgment, that he may not be long deprived of the enjoyment of a full and glorious liberty, that his soul may not be imprisoned through some of God's inscrutable secrets for a time in purgatory, before being received into the arms of the divine goodness in heaven by this last journey friendships and associations commenced in this world are renewed never more to suffer interruption in the meantime let us have patience and wait courageously until the bell for our departure tolls we shall then go to that place where our friends have already arrived and since we have cordially loved them, let us continue to love them. Let us do for love of them that which they wished we should do, and for ourselves that which they now desire. However, I am on my guard against saying, Do not weep, for it is very just that you should weep a little as a testimony to the sincere affection you bear towards the dear departed. This will be to imitate Jesus Christ, who wept a little over Lazarus, his good friend. But it is on condition that those exterior demonstrations should be moderate, and that those sighs and sobs should not be so much tokens of regret as marks of tenderness. Let us not weep like those who, altogether attached to this life, consider not that we go to eternity, where if we shall have lived well in this life, we shall meet again our dear departed. 
never more to be separated from them. We are not able to prevent our poor heart from feeling the loss of those who were here below our amiable companions, but still we must not break the solemn resolution we have taken to keep our will inseparably united to that of God, nor cease to say to divine providence, Yes, thou art blessed, for all that which pleases thee is good. I weep on such occasions, and my heart, which is like a stone on heavenly things, pours out tears over such subjects. The imaginary insensibility of those who do not wish us to be men has always appeared to me chimerical. But at the same time, after we have paid our tribute to the inferior part of the soul, we must do our duty to the superior part, in which is seated, as on a throne, the spirit of faith, which ought to console us in our afflictions, and even by our afflictions. Blessed are they who rejoice in being afflicted, and who thus transform quassia into honey. God be praised. It is always with tranquility I weep, always with a great sentiment of loving confidence in divine providence. For since our Lord loved death and delivered it as an object for our love, I cannot wish it ill for taking away my sisters and others, provided that they die in the love of the holy death of the Saviour. I regard this frail life as such a trifle that I never turn to God with sweeter sentiments of love than when he has stricken me or permitted me to be afflicted. I presume you have so much love and fear of God that seeing his good pleasure and his holy will, you accommodate yourself to them and sweeten your grief by the consideration of the miseries of this world we cannot prevent ourselves from feeling much regret at separation, and this regret is not forbidden us, provided we moderate it with the hope of not remaining entirely separated, but consider that, in a little time, we shall follow our friends to heaven, the place of our repose, God showing us this mercy. Raise up your eyes often to heaven, and see that this life is only a passage to eternity. Four or five months' absence will soon be over. And if our senses, amused with beholding and prizing this world and its life, make us resent a little too sharply that which is contrary to us, let us often correct this defect by the light of faith, which ought to make us judge those most happy who in the fewest days have finished their voyage. Oh, how desirable is eternity at the cost of some miserable vicissitudes. Every day my soul grows in love and esteem for eternal things. Let time flow by with which we hasten on to be transformed into the glory of the children of God. How incomparably more amiable is eternity since its duration is without end and its days are without nights, and its contentments are without variation. Oh, if once we had our heart well penetrated with the thought of this holy and blessed eternity, go, we should say to our friends, 
go dear friends to the supreme being at the hour which the king of eternity has marked we shall follow after you and since time is given us only for this purpose and that the world is peopled only to people heaven we will do all that we can to render ourselves worthy of it yes truly the journey of our friends to a better life is most amiable since it happens only to people heaven and to increase the glory of our king one day we shall go to rejoin them and while awaiting that day let us carefully learn the canticle of holy love that we may be able to sing it more perfectly in eternity blessed are they who place not their confidence in the present life who esteem it only as a plank by which to pass to the celestial life in which alone we should centre all our hopes let david weep over his absalom hanged and lost but over the departure of him who has accepted death willingly who has received the efficacious remedies of the holy church before dying there is more occasion to be consoled than afflicted for having lived well he is not dead but saved from death since virtuous men do not die living in heaven by the magnificent recompense of their merits and on earth by the glorious memory of their good deeds oh if we could hear the sweet and amiable words of some deceased one now happy he would say to us my dearly beloved i beseech you to consider that i am in the place which i so much desired where i am consoled for all my past labors which have merited for me the glory of immortality why do you not console yourselves with me when i was on earth you made profession of loving me and sometimes seeing me succeed happily you rejoiced and congratulated with me ah uh, am i not always the same person why then are you afflicted at my departure since god has given me so much glory no i desire everything else from you but sorrow and regret if you have tears keep them to weep over the miseries of the world and also over your sins do you not know that the evils of the wretched life in which you live are such that you ought rather to praise god for having taken me away from them than be dejected the first who leave it only find themselves the more fortunate when they have lived with care of their salvation no one is esteemed before god for having lived long but for having lived well a single anxiety now presses on me it is that you should despise being in the body those things of which you shall have no more need when out of the body and that you so live amid the prosperity of the world that you may not dread its adversity assuring yourself that you shall very soon meet again with your dear departed ones never more to be separated from them through all eternity would to god that all the children of adam reflected attentively on these beautiful truths certainly they would not be so ardent or so eager after pleasures and vanities for they would see clearly 
that all they have esteemed until the present is nothing but nothingness the wages of death the lure of satan the bait of hell and by means of this clear knowledge united with a firm and determined resolution they would draw from temporal death help and succor to avoid the eternal it is related that alexander the great sailing on the high seas first and of himself discovered arabia felix by the odor of the aromatic woods which grew there and thus formed the desire of conquering the country in like manner those who seek the eternal country though sailing on the high seas of worldly business have a certain foretaste of heaven which wonderfully animates and encourages them but it is necessary to stand at the bows and to turn towards that side chapter two to a poor mother on the death of her child in infancy behold my dear daughter your son is secure he possesses the everlasting crown behold him escaped and preserved from the risk of being lost to which we see so many persons exposed tell me might he not with age have become a debauchee might you not have received much grief from him if he had lived as so many other mothers have received from their children for my daughter we often receive it from those from whom we least expect it and now god has drawn him away from all these dangers making him gather the fruits of victory without battle and reap the harvest of glory without labor in your own opinion my dear daughter are not your vows and your devotions well recompensed you made them for him but that he might remain with you in this valley of tears our lord who understands best what is good for us has heard your prayers in favor of the child for whom you offered them but at the expense of the temporal contentments which you sought in truth i approve very much of the confession you make that it is on account of your sins this child has been taken away for this proceeds from humility but still i do not believe that it is grounded on truth no my dear daughter it is not to chastise you but to favor this child that god has saved it so soon at the close of our days when our eyes are opened we shall see that this life is so little a thing that we need not regret those who lose it first the shortest is about the best provided it conducts to the eternal but come behold your little child in heaven among the angels and the holy innocents it knows the pleasure you took in caring for it during the brief time you had it in charge and above all the devotions you practised for it in return it prays to god for you and sends up a thousand good wishes for your life that it may be made more and more conformable to the celestial will and that you may thus gain the happiness which it enjoys remain in peace my dearest daughter and keep your heart in heaven where you possess this brave little saint persevere in desiring always to love more and more faithfully 
the supreme will oh how happy for this child to have flown away to heaven like a little angel almost before having touched the earth what a pledge you have on high my dearest daughter but i am sure you have treated heart to heart with our saviour on this affair and that he has already soothed the natural tenderness of your mother's love and that you may have many times pronounced with all your heart the filial protestation which our lord has taught us yea eternal father for so it hath pleased thee and it is good that it should be so o oh, my daughter if you have done this you are happily dead with your child in our divine saviour and your life is hidden with him in god and when he will appear who is your life you also shall appear with him in glory this is the mode of speaking adopted by the holy ghost in scripture we suffer we die with those whom we love by the affection that binds us to them and when they suffer and die in our lord and we acquiesce by patience in their sufferings and demise for love of him who for love of us was pleased to suffer and to die we suffer and die with them all these pains amassed my dearest daughter are inestimable spiritual riches as we shall one day know when for light labors we shall behold eternal recompenses employ the greatness of your courage to moderate the greatness of the grief which the greatness of your loss has occasioned you let us sweetly acquiesce in the decrees of providence which are always just always holy always adorable though dark and impenetrable to us chapter three to a father on the death of his son you have considered well that this dear child belonged to god more than to you who held him only in trust from the sovereign liberality and if providence has judged that it was time to withdraw him we must believe that it has acted thus for his good in which so fond a father as you takes such delight our life is not so pleasant that those who escape from it need be much lamented it appears to me that this son has gained much for himself by leaving the world almost before he had arrived in it the name of death is terrible and it is usually proposed to us for someone says your dear father is dead or your son is dead this is not well spoken among christians we should say your son or your father is gone to his country and to yours and because necessity requires it he passed by the way of death in which he lingered not i certainly do not know how we can regard as our country this world in which we remain for so short a time compared with heaven in which we shall dwell for ever let us go forward then and be more assured of the presence of our dear friends who are above than of those who are here below for these allow us to go and delay as long as they can after us and if they go like us it is against their choice 
and if any remains of sadness still weigh down your mind for the departure of this sweet soul cast yourself on your knees before the heart of our crucified saviour and ask his assistance he will give it to you and will inspire you with the thought and the resolution to prepare yourself well to make in your turn at the appointed hour the same passage by which you may happily arrive at the place where we ought to hope our poor but blessed deceased is now safely lodged end of book four chapter three